It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, how's it going, Will? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Figsy? Yeah, really good. Friday morning. I'm halfway through my caffeine intake. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Friday morning. Oh, man. Hey, Figsy, let me ask you, in real life, do people call you Figsy or do they call you uh, your other name? It's now splitting between the two. It depends on when people meet me. If people have met me and I'm doing YouTube, they call me Figsy, but my old friend's We'll call me like Jerry or Jared. Or depends on Jerry. Really? Yeah, I, I used to get like a. Um, well, I worked in a pawn shop, so I, I don't didn't like to give my real name out. So I used to tell the customers my name was Jerry in the pawn shop. Wait, wait, wait why are you hiding your identity at the pawn shop? You're gonna. This shit doesn't yeah. work. Well, <laughs> no, your customers at a pawn shop are a certain type. You don't really want to be telling people who you are. <laughs> It'd be like if you worked at a, you know, a correctional center or you're a police officer or something. Dude, you're not painting your old customers in a very good light. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, people, you know, they, the people come to a pawn shop, they, you know, they climb into windows, they take shit, and then, then they bring it to us. You know, it's not the kind well, of Well, we used to say, like, I mean, you get good customers, but, like, you get people day out of jail. The first thing they do is go to the pawn shop. <laughs> like we would cash the checks for people out of jail like I'm, we would see them all you know it was full on <laughs> oh man as, as crazy as that sound it's still not the wild i don't care what you say <laughs> we'll talk about that later but uh, oh we have uh our guest this evening um is uh marcus beaton i hope i'm saying that correctly uh and i believe it's our, our first uh, uh guest british guest and uh, I was very happy to find uh, to bring this guy on because it's someone Figsy doesn't know. He's uh, he's one of the mods over there at the PlayStation Three Collectors Modding Technical and Discussion Group. So uh, and he's got some goodies to show us. But uh, without further ado, uh, let's bring Marcus on. Welcome, hey, Marcus. hey everyone, how's it going? Cheers, Marcus. How you doing? You got my name and you got the group's name right, so. <laughs> I, I am a consummate professional. That's because Will pronounced it and not me. I would have stuffed it up. <laughs> Just the preface. I did not come up with a name for that group. So, <laughs> It is a rather long-winded name, but uh, I dig the group. Um, it used to infuriate me to no end because I, uh, for a moment there, I was, an I was all anti-piracy. And, uh, I mean, you, that's like, I don't know, half the focus of your group? would you say or yeah three, three quarters i see yeah you see a lot of po most of the posts are like people wanting to help them help with their jailbroken systems or selling jailbroken systems and stuff like that so i guess you, you would say that it has a focus on that um but uh there's, you, there's not gone sorry yeah i, I was not uh you uh, i found I, I just i'm not gonna say i discovered you because you were here before, before i came around but um 
to your sales post uh you you sell a you, you sell a lot of uh refurbished ps3s and uh that's yeah sort of, do, do you strictly do ps3 or any other consoles um i honestly enjoyed this assembly pretty much anything um when the time is right and my what i was telling you about my eye earlier when health allows um i was going to move on to i'd love to move on to cars while still doing ps3 but um yeah i run a ebay shop although i do sell on facebook marketplace and a couple other selling sites um i sell refurbished ps3s of of every sort of generation so fat uh Backwards compatible fats, regular fats, slims, super slims, and everything in between, really, as well as dual shock freeze. But um, I do, I do a, a little bit of everything here and now. I've got a Game Boy uh, color up sale on my shop, Xbox One S, anything I can sort of find for good prices and repair. And I, I enjoyed disassembling pretty much anything, really. Oh, cool. So uh, yeah. Let's stop look- in for a second, Mark, because that's it really interesting. Because I sell full time on eBay, but the one thing I don't like selling is consoles. Because I've had that? I've had dramas with um, people receiving consoles, and a couple of weeks later, saying things are going wrong, wanting to return them, mm. different things like that. Where I don't get that problem with video games, I found. Have you had any issues like that? I, I I've had out of the sort of couple of years I've been doing this, I've had very little issue um but i have i have had a couple of issues for example i had some guy it's not really there's nothing wrong that, that was inherently wrong with the system he just wanted to return a a uh, scarlet red slim um because it didn't fit in his shelf and i was like why didn't you just look up the measurements of the console like it's not some it's not some bespoke like I didn't custom build like some shelf for this PS3 and you wanted to put it in a shell. It's literally a PS3 slim. So why don't you just look up the dimensions of it, dimensions of it before, you know, uh, wanting to buy it and install it in your, in your shell. eBay's return policy means you got to do what the customer wants. Yeah. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah I mean, because, uh, it, because it didn't fit, you had to take that shit back. There's a button on yeah. eBay that the customer clicks that says, I changed my mind. I don't want this item. Anymore. Yeah, they got their money back guarantees. So basically, eBay eBay gods say, you got a, if the customer wants to return it, you got to take it in most cases. Unless they say something that's sort of... I'm, actually, there's another thing. I sold a uh, PS4 box uh, and cables and stuff and inserts. It was just a box and the customer got it. I sold it for like thirty pounds, uh, which is r- what roughly about thirty-five, forty dollars now, yeah, something like that, um, US dollars anyway. Um, and they got it, and they messaged me, and they said, "There's no console." <laughs> it was literally, <laughs> it was literally, um, uh, yeah. I've had my fair share of stupid, uh, you know, stupid stupidity on eBay. But I, I sort of just went. I called eBay, um, told them the situation, and they could they had the they could get the sort of full listing up on um, of of the item. They could see that I put in the title "No Console" in the description, "No Console," "No Controller," "No Nothing." So uh, no nothing on the hardware front, um, and they just sort of <laughs> they immediately sort of uh, declined their return and got me my money back. There you go. That's a, yeah, I, I have that happen a lot though because I like to sell um, <clears throat> like I'll sell manuals and cases without discs because there's collectors out there that buy that stuff, 
And then, you know, you go ahead and list a PS1 case for Crash Bandicoot for $15 and someone buys it instantly. It's just like, it says no game in the title. I shipped, I shipped something to Saudi Arabia. I saw, um, someone, like someone messaged me on eBay and wanted to get a Super Slim from me. And uh, yeah, shipping stuff to play like all these different places does scare you a little bit because... Um, you know, it's so far in the so far out in the world that you wonder what if this guy has an issue. Even though I've run all these checks, I've absolutely like dialed this uh, this console and everything that I've included in. You know, put it through multiple, uh, put it through everything really to ensure it's I, running great. Um, I don't know if you do, but I'll make videos of um, like myself packaging up parcels or mm. yeah, like, I do film the same. console working because everything you can use. And if you if you can know how to contact eBay, you can fight these cases. Uh, but in particular, like overseas, it has a different re- return policy overseas. I don't know about the UK, but Australia that's interesting has the free twenty eight day return policy for domestic. But internationally, it's different. Um, oh. Yeah, I believe. I know I've had customers same. contact me to return stuff overseas, and they haven't been able to do it. And then eBay's closed the case. That's really interesting. They haven't been able to do it because eBay wouldn't do it, or just. Um, I think they went over the time period or something. Oh, yeah. But then, like, when you're shipping stuff internationally, it's taking three or four weeks to arrive anyway. So it's like arriving at that point where is that sort through of eBay GSP? No, I just do it through Australia Post. Gotcha, gotcha. What's GSP? So G- shipping G- program. Yeah, that's the one. Um, we something I specifically use GSP for, unless someone sort of because people can always go through PayPal gns and save on ebay fees and i can ship them to them directly instead of going through um uh gns through for most things but i ship dualshock freeze through um gns specifically because of the batteries in them and i think ebay 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 allow the batteries to come through and if they're like i think the the sort of stipulation is that um they have to be sort of like it has to be name brand batteries or name brand batteries in name brand products um, so it can't just be some off-brand AliExpress or, you know, stuff like that, batteries. Um, but, yeah, I, I specifically ship DualShock 3s and anything with lithiums or, you know, stuff like that over over through GSP specifically. Um, yeah. I'm going to enjoy talking to you about eBay, Marcus. But before we really dig into this, being the PlayStation <laughs> Collectors podcast, can you tell our viewers all about your collection? What do you collect? And um, um, yeah, Tell us about yourself. Give us your credentials. This is your resume. What, what, what's, what's Marcus all about? <laughs> I'm all about uh, collecting hardware. Specific, I'm really into collecting sort of prototype and development hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've sort of amassed over the. I've sort of I really got back into PS3 about two years ago. So that was the beginning of COVID when I had some sort of free time to sort of, you know get sort of revisit that. And uh, yeah, I have some stuff down here. Is there anything specific you'd like me to show that I? Uh... Yeah, uh, for the for Figsy, I don't know, if, and for everybody at home, um, I I I, I line. I told Mark, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. I, <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that. Bring that shit. Bring that shit. So it's gonna be like a big show and tell here. So Figsy, right, you one at a time. We got we got all the time in the world, Marcus. Let's go. This, this is something I got too, not too recently. Um, this is a colorway. You guys familiar with colorway at all? I'm not familiar with colorway. No. Throw, throw it on so, the big screen, Pigsy. How do you do that? Um, we'll get rid of. Hope me. my my camera is picking up all right. But this is a um, 
the 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 paint on this is ridiculous. It's like it's like automotive bodywork. I don't know. I have to sort of maneuver it around my uh, maneuver it around my. You saw there's an engraving. Uh, hold on. There is an engraving. Can you see by that foot it says Colorware uh, Custom? I don't know if that was in um, in focus, but yeah, this is a Colorware uh, backwards compatible uh, CHC. So this is a PAL backwards compatible um, system in this silver, and uh, it is absolutely gorgeous. It has so much like flake to it, and uh, Colorware sort of been a professional. They still run today. They um you they sort of they sell uh, like you can you can set, you can do send-ins where they paint your you paint your like products uh, controllers laptops that kind of stuff. But back in the day, they did send-ins for PS3s, and uh, yeah, they're they're really really rare now. And uh, so how does that work? You you uh, it's a service, I'm guessing. You you mail them your thing, or do they they just you just order one and they send you one? I think I'm not too sure what they do at the moment, but this for the for the PS3s it was sending, and uh, from what I was I read up I read about these because um, these you can't do it now on PS3s. It's it was uh, just it was from back in the day, but it was it was ridiculous. It was like three hundred dollars uh, for the paint job. Yeah, I guess it depends depended on what you wanted. That decal is specific to that paint job. Someone didn't just slap that on afterwards. It, you can't even peel it like it's uh it's in in, in the paint so to speak but um james yeah, is saying they used to do phones back in the day as well which makes sense it's it's uh yeah it's absolutely gorgeous system i actually got it for the price of a regular backwards compatible um i paid 130 pound for it yeah, yep. and i got two dual shock freeze and all the cables and uh he he shipped it in an original box, like not its original box, but he shipped it in a in a backwards compatible box. So I sold the box uh, for about fifteen pound. Uh, sold the two controllers for about thirty pound each. So all in, I'm looking at about I paid a hundred dollars for the for the system. It's so, beautiful, <laughs> but it's probably like almost one of a kind, really. It is, yeah, because you know i doubt there's very i mean with the amount with how expensive um they are uh with how expensive they are and like how little that you see around of them like i think you know if you were to uh yeah it really is a one-on-one in that sense because you just yeah you won't find don't i doubt you if someone specs one like exactly like this so uh yeah shit's rad man what else you got uh Hold on. This is these systems are so heavy. You got you guys got me doing. Uh, this is a PlayStation 3 tool. So this is a this is what's known as a DECR 1400. Um, so there are there were there were two models of tools throughout the uh, PlayStation 3's run, um, and this was the last one. So this is a PlayStation 3 tool DECR 1400. Um, I don't know if I can get the label in. It's a bit awkward to be honest with the uh, lighting, but um, yeah, this has uh, I'll show you guys the double debugging LAN ports. Hold on, can you guys see that? I think you got it. I think you guys can see that. 
But um, yeah, so it has, so it's a DECR 1400. It has double uh, system RAM. So it has 512 megabytes of RAM, um, two debugging ports, or not two, debug, two debugging ports, two LAN ports. One, one of them is for debugging. Uh, there's a specialist software you get with, with, on a PC when uh, you bought these systems from Sony. And uh, yeah. Is it uh, is is that one uh, is it factory or or is that what you got it modded or is there anything? Do you uh, use it? Yeah, yeah, you can you can use these as because when the PS4 and Xbox One released, uh, like development systems sort of had activation and you all had to it was an online sort of process. But with these, it's pretty much all offline, um, so you can fully utilize the hardware and. Uh, you can really use a lot. You can utilize the hardware. You can develop your own games for it if you wanted to. Using it, um, it's a really, really cool bit of bit of hardware. Um, sorry, I'm just staring down at it. Console that they gave to developers back in the day. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. So th there were two models of sort of development kits for PS3. There's tests and there's tools, which the the one I just showed you was a tool. The tests were sort of um, more post. Uh, sort of later in the uh, development process because the tests are sort of almost identical to retail and they didn't have any uh, debugging headroom because they had no extra RAM, no uh, debugging LAN port. Um, so you had not as much headroom for uh, for debugging at all. But um, these were the sort of serious bits of kit when you wanted to, when, so when someone wanted to sort of uh, early in the process, put a build onto a, a disc and slap it in that console and do some, real real debugging um yeah you know you know your way around debugging a game or the menus uh... I, I i wish to but not at the moment especially with how hard the it is to develop for the cell uh, have you guys heard the stories about um developing I, for the cell? The ps3 being one of the hardest <laughs> systems to yeah. develop for yeah someone is i've it... really wanted to get have you got because the have you heard about the condor cluster i believe it's called um the, sort the, con of... the condor what cluster no. I think it's called the Condor Cluster. It's a, it was a sort of supercomputer made of PS3s. Are you guys, maybe that well, sort of rings a bell? Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. He's talking about the, the one like by the, the US, US Air Force? Force? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I really wanted to get a system from there, but uh, yes, yeah, some of them got auctioned off. And I've seen some on the PS3 subreddit. Some of the, some people have it and have posted sort of the, systems with their little tags on them that indicated they were from that cluster uh, I, I would have loved to get one of those just for sort of like it's just a really cool bit of sort of piece of history you know yeah exactly um, how many how many were stacked in that thing is that, I, 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 I've, I've seen I pictures no i'll quickly I'll i remember, uh, I, remember I can some, find a photo of it i'll get one up for the podcast i remember a story of saddam hussein doing something singular similar with ps2s but uh yeah, uh, nothing, came, nothing came of that. <laughs> it's apparently seventeen hundred and sixty. Oh my! Oh God. shit! That's it. So that's a, a, a lot of consoles out there. <laughs> yeah, imagine what? the kind of room you need for that, and especially the amount of heat that's pumping out. Jesus Christ! What? Uh, what? What model? Were they all the same model? Or they look uh, like the fats. I'll they all look. Yeah, they, most of them were at least fats. I'm not sure. If yeah, all of them they look were, like but... the fats. You can see on the far right. Uh, presuming that's the case, then I'm sure it was done sort of early in the PS3's life cycle. That would have been the loudest room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, um, be like, have you got the engine on? No, nah, no, nah, it's just one guy playing Gran Turismo 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Shit, the land party you could have with that shit. And damn. Uh, what else you got? What else you got for us, man? Uh, do you want to move on to some Dual Shock 3s? Yes. Um, so I have one. I have one stacked beside me. So this is a Middle Eastern uh, Dual Shock 3. Uh, this is something I got on eBay for about fifty pounds. Um, sort of, yeah, sort of average price for a for a. This one's completely sealed. Um, yeah, none. Of one of the uh, one of the most common questions in your group, in my group, uh, <laughs> yeah. is is, is this a real PS3? Is it or is this a real controller? Is this a legit one? Uh, what I, we I not many he's... that were in the box, but there are some boxed ones as well. What's that? We, would you say if it's look like that? Uh, I've got one that's in the box that looks exactly the same as that. Yeah, this is a really common fake box variant. Um, this little blister later blister pack. Yeah, this if is that a... was if that was UK or American, that would be fake. But because it's Middle Eastern, it's real. Uh, what else we got? This is a European. You guys won't be too accommodated to this box variant. Um, this is a yeah European. Yeah, exactly. um, European box variant. Is that, um, is that, is that a late model? Because uh... yeah, this has got tra- this has got trademarks on it for 2014. This is the very very last box variant. Uh, I know you asked me before the podcast if I collect these, but I actually have got that one, Marcus. It's the only one I do have. What this exact one? Yeah, yeah, I'll grab it. Unfortunately, I'm not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my bedroom. It's so. not. It's not sealed, but it's still in the box. Oh hell yeah! That's uh. So what's the story behind that? I found it at Cash Converters for ten bucks. So. <laughs> Crazy! It was it open. So it decided to move into the collection. That's, was it that's, that's was it open to Cash Converters or or, or sealed? It had this Cash Converters sticker over it, but I realized it had been opened. You know, no, was, it, probably... was it like new open box or was it? Either way, um, for ten dollars, but yeah, I think it's a new open box. But because it's been in a pawn shop, it looks secondhand, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, cash converters is the uh, pawn shop. All right. Yeah. What else we got? We got a metallic gold. This, your guys will be casting to this box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> North American um, metallic gold. Uh, I remember I showed you. I, it was either on the. I think it was on my on the group PS3 collectors. Um, and you asked if the 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 circular seals on the sides were there because a lot of the fakes have the circular seal in the middle. Yeah, um, but that's a that's a one of the telltale signs of a of a real uh, dual shock. Well, yeah, one of them. Um, that, uh, these, that, these are absolutely beautiful. These. Yeah, that box right there is the one that's. Uh, well, here in the U.S. anyway, that's the ones I'm seeing all the fake ones come in. Yeah, I love they post the photo and it's missing like the PlayStation symbol on the middle of the controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, someone say P three. They yeah, there's all kind well, of the P th- the the infamous P three. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the uh, uh, also, you'll know it's a fake if it comes with a charging cable. Uh, so if you got if you buy think you bought a new controller, you open it up and there's a charging cable in there. Uh, and throw that yeah, there. yeah, it's, it's literally just the controller and the manuals on the real ones. Um, so out of interest, what what do you guys look for when identifying real real doll shop threes or obviously fake ones as well? Well, first of all, the uh, the analog sticks, the tops, it's got to be one hundred one hundred percent dog nose. Uh, if it's not, if it's not, 
If it's not legitimate dead dog nose, it's not real. No, I'm kidding. But no, um, <laughs> I I researched this shit seriously for like days and days, ever like days and days because this shit kept coming up. The K, hmm. the K in Dual Shock. Um, could you bring back one of your boxes if you don't mind, Marcus? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're gonna mention. Well, yeah, uh, where are you, where, uh, this one's not too good because the fonts. I will grab. Can I say on the back of the controller near the USB port, the little blue Dual Shock word. This is the. The K you're looking for? Yeah, the K. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, right K there. should connect to uh, this part. The angle part should connect to the vertical part at a point. It, should, they, it shouldn't be uh, intersecting like this. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. Um, and uh, that's one of the uh, they, they. I guess they they changed it later, but uh, that's one of the first telltale signs I learned on how to how to identify a fake PS3 controller. Uh, of course, the uh, the circular seals. Yeah. Uh, lot. It's got to be. It's got to be a round piece of plastic. You say some. They use a the round piece of plastic on some bootlegs, but they just put it in the wrong place. Round, round piece of plastic. Well, the uh, the, the round plastic sticker. Yeah, yeah. On on the uh, on the box, it looks like the PS4, but uh, and then again, and and you could just the the easiest way to tell is just just hold the thing. Because you can feel the plastic, it feels like crap. <laughs> you're, you're right. Like you can feel the difference. I like to that first box you showed, the Saudi Arabian one. I think that's the most prevalent fake one out there. Yeah, they are the. I think it's two for. It's. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's the a, ones that have the PS, like I don't even consider them fake because I, I instantly look at them and realize that they're fake. But it's the ones that uh, you have to really study. That the ones that I'm like, all right, they're the mm. real fakes, you know. I was I was really excited to find this one because I've literally, although I've seen a very few couple online, uh, finding a real Middle Eastern is just it's just really fucking cool. Um, so so it's just the box style that uh, denotes it as a Middle Eastern one, or is it yeah, just... yeah, it's a blister. Most Europe. If you open this, it would just like it would be any European um or the label the label on the back is just European. So if this was unboxed, you wouldn't have a clue it was from the Middle East. But um this uh this box is a uh, yeah, Middle Eastern. Can you see if there's a made in Austria on the back of that or if it's made in somewhere else? Because I know Middle East have got their own print of PS3 games. Uh, I wonder if they've got their own company that sorry, their own warehouse that do the printing. Just having a look now. Uh, I had a couple of um, friends over in Saudi Arabia that actually bought out an entire PS3 or entire game shop after the PS3's era. Mm -hmm. um, so I can contact them and see if they've got any more peripherals over there, if you like. <laughs> oh, I'd love to score me some more more Middle Eastern stuff. Wait, who bought what? What now? What's this story, Figs? I got a couple of friends over in Saudi Arabia and a game shop shut down like right at the end of the PS3's era. So they ended up buying the entire stock of the game shop. Yeah, did, did they buy it? I mean, how long ago was this or recently? Like 2015, 2016. Mm, sure. Long time ago now. But, you know, when you're buying 15, 20 copies of every single game, you're going to have lots of variants left over. I heard that. So what, what, are, is your, what are the goodies you got for us, Marcus? uh i've got a test i was talking i was telling you guys about the differences between tests and tools this is a test um so this although it's missing the flap uh this is based off of a ccha uh so this is a, yeah sort of development ceha system 
um, almost identical in terms of hardware as a as a normal CECHA. But um, the really only difference, sort of hardware-wise, is that it sort of it sort of has um, HDCP disabled, so you can you can sort of stream. Okay. Yeah, you can sort of stream to an Elgato. Or, Wear um, that because every time I use my PS3, I gotta tear that thing off. Yeah. <laughs> tear what thing? The HTCPs. Well, that's what's it? Uh, that, it's so you can stream. So you, can, so you can't record it. I mean, I've, I've heard there's ways around it. It's a cheap little adapter, but you gotta get the right one, and uh, it'll uh, bypass the HTCP so you can. It's fucked that they do yeah, that. Yeah, but... so I used to use a HDMI splitter, and that would bypass it. But then you're running like three HDMI cords, so the chance of something failing is even higher. And it kept failing on me, so I stopped doing it. <laughs> That's interesting. I haven't tried streaming off. I haven't tried streaming on it yet at all. But um... yeah, so if you want to record, say, gameplay off a of PS3, it's not as easy as just plugging something in. You got to get a few things plugged in because of that feature. Well, even if you like get an older old gato or something. Um, not... Yeah, so I used to do it off the computer. It used to, I, I haven't done it for years, but I just remember it being a real pain as compared to, say, like plugging, uh, streaming into a PS4, which is simple. PS5 is more difficult because it has really? a good optical cord. So if you've got like certain headsets, you have to then get um, adapters for your headsets and things like that. But the PS4 was the best system for streaming, I found. Uh, yeah, the, from what I've heard from the PS3 is the uh, uh, the HDCP. You, you got to bypass it, otherwise you can't you can't plug it in. You can't plug it into an Elgato and just go because uh, the HDCP will just say nope. You can't do that. So you got to, like he was talking about, jury rig some crazy uh, setup so to, to get around <laughs> it. But, uh, yeah, I've got one here actually. It's a um, it's a HDMI splitter. Oh yeah. So you'll plug in one HDMI port. And then two will come out. So one to one to the TV uh, and one to your capture card. Yeah, one to the TV, one to the Elgato, one to the PS3. I I don't know. I can't even remember. I have to like watch a YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) Been a few years. Oh man. So what other goodies have you got for us, Marcus? Uh, I showed you guy. I showed you this one earlier, but we have a DualShock Four prototype. So this is. The, the model number on this, I don't know if I'll be able to get the label. Uh, it's a JDX 1000. Um, are you guys familiar with a YouTuber called Hard for Games at all? I believe he did a video on on uh, well, who, on this on one of these. But who's the YouTuber? Hard for Games. He sort of he does a lot of videos um, where he, you know sort of does he does videos on development and prototype hardware and um he gets sent in stuff by sort of collectors and stuff who collect that kind of stuff um and he uh yeah did a video on one of these um i was telling you guys earlier that it came with a it's it's sort it's a weird that they call it a prototype because it sort of it it went with uh early development kits before ps4's release um but yeah really really cool bit of kit this and quite quite uh, visually different from a DualShock 4 and feels quite different to use, although it still retains everything a DualShock 4 has. Does the top light up, not the... Yeah, so this is the... Yeah, the the early DualShock 
the V1 DualShock 4s just had it at the top, didn't they? But the, the V2 sort of had it at the shine through at the front. Um, but you can't actually pad. press that. It's not a button. No, no, okay. no button. Just the just the touchpad here. It's, although yeah, the lighting's pretty bad, but it does have the touchpad. It's, yeah, it's I think glossy. it looks really cool. It's it's, glo it's glossy. It's sort of like a the, the from the D pad to the face buttons and across the touchpad, it's all glossy. So you got to look. You got to look after this. This one's in really nice shape actually. But yeah, most of these would have got destroyed. Um, a lot as a a lot yeah a lot of development and prototype hardware does i've seen sort of reddit posts of like like 50 sort of xbox 360 xdks they were on the back of a in the back of a truck getting taken to a scrap scrapyard or, oh, or a landfill sorry that's sad to see what <laughs> where'd you where'd you where'd you hook that one up where'd you get that i found it on ebay i don't i honestly don't remember exactly how i found it but um I always look up sort of weird development uh, model numbers here and there. And maybe that's how I found this one. Or I just typed in uh, like PS4 prototype or something. But um, the seller sort of knew what it was. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I shit. Just... If, I, if I'd seen that in the wild, I'd be like, what is this fake piece of shit? No, I just press <laughs> but no um... shit. Now I have learned. Now I'm going to keep an eye out. Don't go to this game shop. They sell fake controllers. <laughs> also, on the on the sorry, that's not the wild. Don't go to grandma's house. She's got a fake controller. Yeah, you honestly don't have to spend if you know where to look. You don't have to spend ridiculous amounts of money to get development of prototype hardware. I mean, I've imported uh, the test system I just shown showed you for about hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, and I've, I'm, I don't know if you guys know the values of those development kits, but collectors, collectors is crazy for them. Um, but you can you can find them on on you can use proxy uh, sites like from Japan or Sendika if you guys have heard of stuff like that. Um, Send you, what? Proxy service is so they the, sort of they're like the middleman. They they have warehouses in Japan, yeah. and you buy you sort of use this proxy site. And you can look at all the auctions, um, not in in English. You can it sort of translates it, and uh, you can view everything that's on Japanese selling sites, and you can send it to the where the warehouses, and then you can sort of from there you can choose how they ship it to you and the amount of stuff that you bought through um, using their proxy service to ship to you, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's really cool. I've done that through G Market in Korea before. Mm -hmm. But not for Japan. Shit. Yeah, you Are can you... get some crazy, crazy. The the Japanese, as I'm sure you guys might know, look after their stuff a lot. Yeah. Um, generally, if, Japanese. If they say bad condition, it's still in good condition. <laughs> stuff that's listed as junk, you get like I've bought. You know, they they use. Uh, I don't know if it's the way it translates, but a lot of the stuff is listed as junk. <laughs> um, it's really strange, but uh, yeah, abs it's, you can get some absolute steals over in Japan. Um, Shit. I, I'm gonna. I never thought of it. I've never. I've I never, can. I can show you some stuff, Will. I mean, oh, I can. Shit. I saw what? a. I'm. I'm. I'm sad. I missed it. Do you guys know the original PS3 uh, DCR 1000? It's like this big server-looking thing. That's the first sort of PS3 tool. Um, <laughs> never, you, never seen one. Yeah, Mark, Mark you, you gotta say uh, we're we're primarily video game collectors, you know, of, of the physical hardware. So this this is an entire you're you're opening up a whole new world for us here, and uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I think this shit's rad. 
appreciate that. I'm Retro Mania in chat was saying, I use Zen Market all the time. I'm well aware of the proxy services, but mm-hmm. they do take a fee for their services. But Yahoo option, auctions can be so cheap. I, I, do they? I, I didn't know proxy services added a fee to be it's Possibly like so cheap that like even with the fee, you don't even notice. Probably. Probably. Um, do you, uh, would you uh, what's the other? You, show, 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 show them the DualShock 3. Oh yeah, there are six axes. So uh, this, I wish I could power it up for you guys and connect it because I have no outlets close to me. But this actually has a red. Um, the pit, the PlayStation button lights up red. Uh, I don't know if you guys. So this is a the model number on this is a CBEH one ten, and it looks. If if you saw it sort of at a glance, it would look identical, almost identical to a six axes. But you can see it doesn't say six axes or DualShock three at all. Um, so this is an earlier six axes. Uh, let me try and get that in frame for you in focus. Hold on. Come on, C920. Don't know if it's going to do it. Doesn't want to know. But um, yeah, this is the sort of prototype six axes, and um, and the six axes is sort of the 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 controller that came out uh, on the launch of the PS3, and sort of it, it sort of phased out in between. Uh, early fat revisions, so non-backwards compatible systems. So I reckon that was about uh, late 2007, early 2008. It's sort of when the DualShock 3 uh, got phased in, and I and it was because Sony were fighting some patent for the DualShock 3, uh, for the DualShock name at the end of PS2 and at the start of PS3. Up until that, oh, point. I remember that. Yeah, that was that was why they didn't. They sort of, you know. Uh, I think at the PS3's launch, they sort of tried to argue that, you know, six axes is this brand like crazy new technology and you know, sort of try, try to sweep the DualShock, uh, DualShock thing under the rug. But uh, yeah, they managed to phase it back in after winning that lawsuit. Well, I'm just really interesting to add on that. Um, so Will gave us some homework this week about games that don't stand up. We'll mention that later in the podcast, but the game I'm going to talk about used that technology. Okay. That's <laughs> oh, interesting. The, the six-axis? Uh, yeah, the six-axis. I, I can't... didn't work. I can't say I've ever... I can't remember one game I ever played where I, I you know, I was all twisting it up like a, <laughs> like, like a Wii controller. But uh, who, who, was, who, who was on the other end of that lawsuit? Was it Nintendo? I'm not sure. No, it was a random was... person who bought the name PS3 controller or something. Yeah, yeah. And then Sony went ahead and bought PS4, PS5, PS6, PS7. <laughs> like they went and really proved a point after that. <laughs> they weren't gonna have that happen again. <laughs> Shit, it's like a yeah, uh, it's like the people who bought Coca-Cola.com and then sold it back to Coke for a couple hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, those ridiculous. Were the early cowboy days of the internet. Uh, Gentlemen, you'll have to excuse me for a second. Oh, he's going to go party. Now, while, while he's gone, Marcus, um, mm-hmm. there's a certain uh, Xbox item that uh, oh, yeah. you're going to bring uh, bring on the PlayStation uh, in, uh, Collector's Podcast. And yeah. Now, while, yeah. oh, my God, while this is a PlayStation Collector's Podcast, we do support all hardware. This is a Xbox One X XDK. Um I have never. Uh, I, I I'm familiar with the test. I was familiar with the tool, but I have never even heard of this thing. Yeah, and it's this... and it's and it's the same thing. It, it's, it's and this is a this is a debug t- test 
Cards yeah, like. so this is sort of this is a yeah very rare bit of kit. This is a Xbox One X XDK, so it's based off of um, the One X, of course, of the previous generation. A lot of people get confused nowadays, at least on the on the compare like na the naming convention that Xbox has done from one one to series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is of the previous generation Xbox One X XDK. Um, I don't know if it will come up on camera, but you might be able to see on the gloss panel on the bottom, there is an OLED screen next to the USB ports. I'm trying to sort of shine it so you can sort of see the see the little OLED screen. Yeah, um, yeah, I can, yeah you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, so yeah. this this is actually... Is that a One S prototype? It's a One X uh, XDK, so it's a One X development kit. Oh, a white One X. That's interesting um don't you have two yeah. of these things there's the back Ooh. what i like about the one x's in general is how easy they are to take apart because the screws are literally uh or at least on the retail one x's the screws are literally right on the back and you don't have to peel any uh you know any clips there's no clips and you can just sort of yeah screws are right there but um i've got a little i've got a little thing up on my ipad that's because i know most of the differences between this and a retail system, but um, so it has a one terabyte NVMe SSD on top of the one terabyte hard drive that One X's have, which is quite you know quite uh, awesome, like pretty amazing really. The speeds of an NVMe drive are ridiculous. Um, That's almost what you need in a console these days, though, with some of the sizes of games. Indeed, indeed. Like Call it if you're going to play Call of Duty, you need a one terabyte extra hard drive in your console yeah i've got a in my ps5 i got a uh, one terabyte ssd i filled that it was it 675 gig usable up oh, so quickly <clears throat> excuse no, me I, I don't and i gotta delete every game and if i want to play something new it's such a pain i've got like five games on my ps5 jesus you're what, what are they well, I've got Red Dead on there because I want to finish it, and it's such a big game. And Gran Turismo is on there, so that's half the hard drive. <laughs> My God, Gran Turismo Seven. Yeah, but I'm How still playing it, so I don't want to delete it and then have to reinstall it. You know? How are you enjoying that? Have interest because um, I played it quite a bit. I mean, I'm I've like 15 hours in. I'm mainly just doing like the license tests and oh yeah, yeah, the I actually... challenges and stuff. On my That's store, how I used I... to play Gran Turismo, so I haven't really got into like the buying cars and selling yet. I know mm -hmm. the credit system's really in favor of pay to win, which I'm not a fan of. So that's probably mm -hmm. like half the reason I'm not diving into it. But I've enjoyed it so far. Even more so on launch, I mean they've sort of done some measures to make it a bit better. But I, have, I haven't sort of visited the game in a while, so I don't know exactly what they've done recently. But um, I, on my eBay store, I actually did a. A license service which you said you're doing uh, on my ebay store um where i did the licenses for people and it actually proved to be quite profitable because uh you know people just sort of either can't do it or are too lazy to do it especially the super licenses at the end yeah. I, I i could you know sort of slap those out pretty quickly holy um, shit i have uh i that's the reason i fucking quit and even start Gran Turismo 6 because I couldn't get past the fucking license. It's like, fuck this game. That's actually crazy that that service you do exists. So could you tell us, like, what's the price of what's the, yeah, what's the deal with gold that? on all the licenses? How much would that cost? Gold on all of them? I think it was about 50 quid. Um, and I could... And, yeah. 
How much? Um, how much? Price of the game. I know. How I much know, is people? So wait, wait, so what do you do? Do you do you, do you take their login and then yeah, you do, I, I, you do a form and that's it? Yeah, yeah. I literally oh. know. I have the game on. I have the game digitally, and I've sort of set up so this the the there's an account on there that sort of account shares to all the other accounts. So anyone I log in can have. Like, I can just sort of play Gran Turismo on, and uh, thanks to my, bro- my my awesome brother. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been doing the. <laughs> it's not been doing too sort of great as of recent. It might be because of how the game's doing, or but sort of couple. Five six months back, it was hot, and I was you know slapping out grand. I could I could do the entire license gold <laughs> in about an hour and a half. An hour. That's fucking crazy, man. Uh, so it's half half an hour to an hour, fifty bucks. It depends because I offered sort of you could I could do uh, so I could sort of price any any specific thing someone wanted to do on the licenses if they wanted the very last one, which is uh, in the Porsche nine one seven on spa i believe it's in the wet and people really struggle with it but what not a lot of people know is if you turn traction control and all these sort of stability stability control and all that kind of stuff on you it's actually quite easy but people forget to turn it off and they think it's interesting i'm gonna turn it on yeah (laughs) (laughs) i am stuck on that particular one yeah you might find that if yeah if you got all the all the uh aids off you probably if you turn them on you probably find it a lot easier so you're on so you've done all, all of them gold oh you've got a list tracks and control off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I've, I've done them all in like bronze and silver i haven't done them all in gold yet so it's a lot of fun I, I, the license is one of my favorite parts to be honest i've really enjoyed rallying in grand tourism and i just feel like the mechanics are so like Ooh, okay I'm a Gran Turismo 4 player originally. Like that was the Gran Turismo that I put 500 hours into. So I mean, I'm looking right. forward to really diving in at some point. Right, sure. guys, you're gonna have to excuse me for a moment. Uh, whoever had 46 minutes in the in the pee pool, uh, you won. Uh, I'm gonna use the bathroom and I'll be right back. <laughs> no worries. Damn it! I went for 24 minutes. <laughs> It's gonna be me next at some point. Um, you give me an idea, but Marcus, like I've never even considered charging someone for a service in a video game. Neither did I, honestly, and until I saw someone else doing it, and, and I could see the amount of watches on it, and I just sort of priced according, to, you know, because I if I sort of started this from scratch, um, I wouldn't know what to price at, honestly. Uh, I wouldn't yeah, know yeah, what cool. someone is willing to pay for a Gran Turismo service, but I could see that people were interested and paying for yeah. it. And do you go about like, is that legal on eBay? Is there a category for that? Yeah, it's under information services in the okay. yeah, in the categories. And uh, I've seen people sell like video game accounts on eBay, like my Fortnite account or you know, a iOS a game account or something like that. And I don't think that's legal. I know. Hmm. It's not legal according to like PS4, but what you're doing is a little bit different. I guess according to Sony, it would probably be deemed illegal, but it's interesting. So what I do is for the security and safety of all the people that I do it that I do it for is I delete all the messages on eBay that have all the sensitive information of their account details and delete the, the account because I think on the on the PS5 you can sort of 
create guests you can sign in temporarily and once you're done you can quit and it's completely off your system so i do that and uh, sort of erases everything i have of getting you know getting into someone's account which i'd never do i'd never ever do that but um you've yeah. given me an idea <laughs> I'll help you get a win in PUBG. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> Some people would do stuff like that on Fiverr or something. I think it's uh, Fiverr. I don't, I don't think it's too popular over here. Is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've used Fiverr before, but I just never considered that, honestly. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, I love playing Grand Turismo despite, you know, all the shit it's got. But um, <laughs> yeah. I am looking, like, I haven't deleted it for a reason. Like, I, I'm not loving it but it's a game that i can put on for an hour and just mellow out to actually it's a game that my dad came down and he hasn't played video games in 10 years and he sat there and watched me and my brother play gran turismo for like an hour he was more into it than us i think we're just doing one license track and he's like oh you can can get (laughs) 0.1 seconds faster if you break a little bit quicker at that corner and go a little bit harder here and you know it's it's cool because he's not into video games and he was like fully into it it's fucking yeah you wait till you get to endurance races if you ever strike up the courage or any, i mean if you put what is it 400 hours in scratches before you said i'm sure you're accustomed yeah accustomed yeah to all the so do they have like a and b spec type long distance races is it like that uh yeah yeah i believe yeah it's sort of um you have you have all the different tracks and you have group you have group three group three cars you have a group yeah I, I can't remember exactly but yeah i think yeah i remember as a kid doing like nuremberg 24 hours and um uh there's another european one that's like 14 kilometers long doing that 24 hours in man's or something okay. um, but in that game, you didn't actually have to do the race. You could do it in B-spec mode, which would give you like an overview of the race and you would sort of just give instructions on how you want the car to race. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh. And you could speed that up so you could do a 24-hour race in eight hours. Um, yeah, see, I'm not familiar with that, to be honest. Was that is that is that something on Gran Turismo 7? I don't even know. I, I enough have to no know. idea. It was in Gran Turismo 4. It wasn't Grand Turismo 5, I believe. I remember sort of all that, those kind of races where you just instruct the um, instructor driver. But, uh, yeah, interesting. Maybe it got Kyle on sport. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, there's no way I could do a 24-hour race these days. I just No. I couldn't justify 24 hours of my time playing one video game. <laughs> Got to commend the people that are doing real life, eh? Yeah. yeah oh. I like, I don't, I don't trophy hunt for that reason, you know? Uh, most of my sales on that Grand Turismo service were people that were trophy hunting, and they, uh, outside of the licenses, they said, "Can can you do the, are you, the Have you gotten to the missions yet? The mission section?" Oh uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm actually having heaps of fun doing that. Like especially like the fuel missions. And oh like yeah, that. yeah. The the yeah the getting them gold is a you really have to sort of study uh, all that you have to like. Yes, the the fuel ones are pretty hard to get Things like that. I really enjoyed this thing. I wish they were like full, like like lap uh, drift sort of events, but it's just like short little distances, which is a shame. Yeah, but Gran Turismo is all about the realism too. So you know, I haven't I haven't (laughs) I haven't played a Gran Turismo game since I quit six. So 
I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> well, you're only missing one. I mean, I wouldn't call Gran Turismo Sport a full game. I'd just call it an online experience. <laughs> On that note, uh, guys, uh, I, I assigned you guys some homework. Did, did everybody bring their homework with them? We did. I did. Oh, it's, it's in here. But, um... okay. <laughs> well, I'll tonight's... start because I've already started talking what? about one of these games. Well, uh, oh, really? Let them know. Uh, tonight's homework is uh, it was supposed to be PS3 games, right? Yeah. Shit, I brought a PS4 game, but it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it, it, it works both ways. And uh, tonight's homework was pick a game that uh, one game that held up and another game that didn't hold up uh, to, to today uh, from the PS3 console. So, Figs, you, you so you want to go first? Go ahead and let it rip. What do you so, got? when the PS3 came out, it came out with the six access controller. And, of course, bringing out a controller like that, they're going to make a few games like that. So one of the launch, I believe it was either a launch title or it was released in year one, was Lair. And Lair was launched with the premise that you were going to use your controller to, like, move your dragon. Anyway, this came out to be, like, one of the worst controlling games of all time. If you play this today, it actually has an update. So you can you can actually change the controller to like drive manually which was like the entire premise of the game was it like massively clunky it was awful I, there's I've, four videos about how bad it is out there so uh, this is my game that doesn't hold up today and that's left so it's uh exclusive is it yeah i believe it was a ps3 exclusive interesting only on playstation this is on the front should it yeah it doesn't but i i do believe it was yeah i think so all right, so that's your game that didn't hold up. Uh, what's your game that did hold up? Well, my game that did hold up is a game that wasn't an exclusive. It is on the 360, um, but I prefer it on the PS3. It's a game that people love today and are screaming for a number four, and I actually believe that they have announced a number four. Um, but if you go jump on this, the servers are still active. There's still heaps of people watching it, heaps of people playing it, and that is Skate 3. This is oh. one of the best skateboarding games ever. Oh yeah, and I cannot wait for Skate Four to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say there, there's a Skate Four uh, slated to release, right? Yeah, but they announced it a couple of years ago, and it's still like in limbo land. Yeah. Skate Three is still a very, very popular game. Like I sell this every time I get a copy. This will sell in less than a week because there's people who want to play this out there. Are there servers still up for it? Out of interest, the online servers are still up too. Awesome. So I was playing. I've got a video up um, playing online maybe a year and a half ago, and that video has got like thousands of views because people want to see Skate Three. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Marcus, you're up next. What is your game that didn't hold up uh, in 2022? My game that didn't hold up on PS3 is a game that isn't exclusive to PS3, but it is something that run, the, the way it runs on PS3 is something that I want to highlight, and that's Fallout 3. Um, now, as as you progress through the game and your save file gets bigger, the on PS3 specifically, it has an issue where as your save file gets bigger, the game will sort of have, uh, cons like, it will progressively get sort of freeze more and it will just freeze the console um and this is i believe it's something to do with the ram the the sort of could because of the way the ps3 works it's not like the 360 the, the 360 has sort of a shared ram pool 
and the free the, on the PS3 it's sort of separate. So you have your system RAM and you have your GPU RAM, but on the 360 it was sort of shared, so to speak. And um, yeah, the the game as you progress, it sort of becomes sort of uh, yeah, it just freezes and it gets gets a bit unplayable. And for that reason, that is why it's uh, didn't hold up well on PS3 because the way Bethesda uh, have optimized it, I believe. So um, you know, Skyrim's the same. What it has that exact same issue? Yeah, so my so, oh, sorry, sort of like Skyrim, a... as it got bigger, became more and more unplayable, and it's the exact same thing. So really, it's, that's, it's I... a Bethesda issue by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and for my game that did hold up, um, that is Driver San Francisco. Have you guys ever ever played that? I've never yeah. played it, but uh, I've heard heaps and heaps of praise for it. Absolutely awesome game. I wish there was a sort of successor or spiritual successor. Another sort of worthy mention, I think, are these apocalyptic uh, racing arcade games like Split Second. Uh, there was what's the other one called? Split Second, yeah. and there's Blur's a great game. Uh, and the I think the other one was Ridge Racer Unbounded. Those are two great games, as well as Blur. Blur's <laughs> another another racing game that I think is. Um, such a i think it has sort of a cult following now actually it's not a massively popular game and wasn't back in the day but over time it's sort of amassed this uh cult following from like people who love old racing games like old need for speeds and stuff you're actually the second guest that's mentioned ridge racer unbounded yes. i haven't played that one so i'm really gonna have to give that a go i'm a racing have you, fan have you tried split second i remember playing a split second back in the day and i had a half brother and we, he, although we never played online, he we used to come over and try and beat each other's times and see who could get first. It was actually, it was so much fun. Split second. Wasn't uh, yeah. Andy? A... That's the one. Split second velocity, indeed. Wasn't Andy when he came on? Wasn't he singing uh, "Drivers' pres uh, Praises"? Or was it Andy? I don't know. Fuck that guy. You hear that, Andy? <laughs> Fuck you, Andy. Uh, someone was. <laughs> I know it's an amazing game. You played it yourself personally, or I haven't. No, you gotta try it, man. Gotta try it. I think the servers for it, sadly, I think was it late October. All the Ubisoft, a lot of the Ubisoft, if all, if not most of the Ubisoft PS3 games, servers shut down. Man, that's a shame. The um, I'm gonna go ahead and take my turn. I'm gonna do it backwards from you guys, and I'm gonna show you the game that I think that held up best up to 2022. Now, like I said, I pulled the PS4 game off the shelf, but it's uh, it is on PS3. It's on PS. <laughs> it's on PS4, PS3, PS2, and Vita, and uh, it's it's one of my favorite games of all time. And it is uh, Odin's Odin Sphere. I just uh, it, it just to me Vanillaware everything they do it's art. It's just beautiful, and uh, you. you the artwork on this thing is stunning. Uh, the story, it's uh, it, it's decent, uh, but I, I I'm just in love with. I, I'm just this is a pretty pretty game, and you know the gameplay it's uh it's it's simple. Anybody can get into it, and uh, this thing's been around since PS2, so they got to be doing something right. So I've got that, a take on that game though. Will the PS2 well, version's outdated in my opinion? Well, yeah, the well, the PS2 uh, the PS2 version. Um, well, it's it's 1.0, and this is uh, Odin Sphere, the uh, from three four. Uh, I'm not going to say the the part, second part of the name because this is also uh, the game I'm going to use for Figsy name. Oh game. no, because I don't know it either. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I'm not. I I I, I have a, I have an idea. I have a great idea of how it's pronounced, but uh, we'll we'll get to that later. But yeah, that's my that's my pick for game that held up uh, held up the best for the PS3. Um, now this uh, next one, it's, it's a hot take. It's probably gonna upset some people, but uh, I am no stranger to hot takes or upsetting people. So a uh, game that didn't hold up. 3D game heroes. <laughs> the way that I'm taking it is like. This fucking 8-bit bullshit is tired and it's fucking worn out, all right? I'm sick of seeing fucking AAA... I wouldn't say AAA, but everybody and their mother's doing an 8-bit throwback. And uh, and for that, I've lost my taste for this. It's, it's, it's because it's, this shit's overdone now. All we see... I mean, this thing was cool. It's pretty. It's fun. And it's, it's uh, rather pricey as far as PS3 games go. But uh, the whole... The whole eight-bit genre to me is is uh is worn out. It's welcome, and for that reason, eight the three D dot game heroes does not hold up in twenty twenty two. Have you it's played that one? Well, have I played this? I uh, I've put about three hours into it. Okay. Just like it's like it, I do it, and uh, but I've never played a Zelda game, so I, I have nothing to compare it to. Everybody says it's the 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 PS 3s version of Zelda, and it's a great <laughs> game. And it's not never played Zelda. Um, I'm not. I'm not a Nintendo guy. I'm not anti Nintendo because I do. I'm a big. Believe it or not, I'm a big Pokemon fan. But uh, no, I've not. Uh, I've not finished the game. You get. You got a big sword. It gets bigger. Once when, when the guy gets excited or something. I don't know. What the fuck's going on, but, <laughs> but at any rate, that's uh, that's my. That's, that's my. Uh, say that. About yeah, the, that's uh, one of my favorite PS3 games. I think it's amazing. So um, man, they just they just beat this eight this eight bit shit. Up. It's it's just been done to death, and everybody does it. You know, I mean, ninety a, a huge portion. We get it. It's kitschy. It's a throwback. Whatever, my bot. Shit, stop. I got I got a PS4. Uh, I want a game that pushes PS4 graphics. I mean, any dickhead fucking ten ten minutes and the fucking computer can spit out an eight bit game, but I'm over it. I'm over it. Why? Do you think people just do it to capture the heart, the retro, like a bit like retro community in general? Or well, yeah, it's a. I don't know. It's a trend, and and, and I'm sure you. There's no. There's no end to the trend either, and it didn't seem show the time any, any signs of stopping. They do it, I guess, to appeal to the, uh, to the old school gamers, you know. And uh, I agree. You know, today, it's a trend, but I think when 3D Game Heroes came out, it wasn't a trend. Well, well, that and and then when it came out, it was tits. It was great. Now it's tired old bullshit. But 3D game heroes. Do you guys have any sort of like eight bit games that come out in the year that you think are like not the bullshit? Uh, <laughs> I can pull out. Like I I don't I don't get eight bit PS4 games because there's so many of them. I I don't even I don't Actually, even have the them. limited run library. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Because you know, they're cheap and they're easy to crank out, and uh, hey, let's uh, oh, there's only there's only ten thousand of them. You got to come and get it, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's overdone. And that's uh, yeah, that's my hot take on uh, a game that didn't hold up for the PS3 in 2022. All right, um, Marcus, I don't know if uh, how many of the old uh, of, of our back catalog you watched, but we do have a segment on this show. It's called Big Z Name That Game. Big Z is rather infamous for mm-hmm. just butchering the titles of video games and we love them for it uh i only <laughs> I, I, t- I told figs he needs to go back and uh on his channel and take all his from all his videos 
because he, he just <laughs> I used to I used to sit there and I'd be on the couch and I'd, I'd be yelling at the TV and my girlfriend's in the kitchen like what the hell's going on it's like Figsy's fucking up games again but anyway <laughs> this is uh so and uh, this is uh today's entry is we all know the first part of it Odin Sphere uh but yeah, let me yeah, there you go you should be able to read that all right Figsy name that game Odin Spear. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> All right. Leaf Razor. <laughs> what? Leaf Razor. Le- leaf Razor? Is that overlocking that? <laughs> it's yeah. actually, uh, uh, I know, I, it's Leaf Thrasir. Leaf Thrasir. There you go. Odin Spear, Leaf Thrasir. I learned, I learned there was a 70s heart grow throb named Leaf. Leif Garrett, and that's uh, that's the first part of his name. This is, I guess, this is some sort of a Nordic name. Someone might correct me in the comments, but yeah, Le- Odin Spear. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> then you did it with an accent. So, thank you for playing. <laughs> this has been uh, this episode's installment of Figsy Name That Game. Thanks for playing. <laughs> oh man, what else we got on the docket? Do you got any more goodies for us, Marcus, over there? Uh, I've showed you pretty much all of I mean, I have sort of retail stuff, but I could show you, it's not something that's particularly rare, but it is something that is particularly beautiful, um, Ooh. ceramic white. Is that the Japanese one? Yeah, it's a 40 gig, because there's multiple iterate. there's a couple iterations of the ceramic white, but, um, that is a 40 gig. For people who know PS3 model numbers, it is a CECH. Fucking hell, I'm moving my mic around with it. Um, CECH H00. Uh, hold on. If I can. As I said, I'm having to maneuver this around my microphone. Is it going to pick it up? My mic is. My, my, my webcam's been shit, but. The camera's <laughs> like, nah, not today. I've got that console, Marcus, but mine's a cream color. Oh, it's yellowed <laughs> because of the sun. Oh, I've got the box though, so it lives inside the box. You thought Is about it... retro brighting it at all? What's retro brighting it? What? Even I know what retro bright is. Never heard of it. It's uh, it's 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 a process by you basically take you unyellow yellowed uh, consoles. Uh, I is it a. Marcus, elaborate because I don't know what the. So fuck you doing. sort of, you're essentially using UV light to bleach the plastic. Um, so you sort of, you dunk it in a solution, um, and you sort of, people use like tubs and stuff, if, depending on what you need to retro bright. Um, and you get you set an array of UV lights, and you, I think preferably you put the you put it out in this in a nice hot sunny day or something, and over time the system will. Um, will sort of unyellow itself uh, yeah interesting it, uh, i definitely need to do that because i was considering selling it too so maybe i'll let the person who buys so it'll be interesting to see how it works on a glossy ps3 um because ma- yeah. mainly people do it on like old nintendo stuff like snes's nes's gamecube like the front ports on gamecubes dreamcasts that kind of thing yeah like some the uh, the Nintendo the NES uh, Marlboro edition it's all just covered in yellow gross bullshit man <laughs> sandblast is a uh, hydrogen peroxide I have read that it sort of like 
weakens the plastic retro brighten but i don't think it's to any degree that you know it sort of compromises it in any way but i could be wrong but it's why it's you know it's interesting to read about but um yeah, yeah, I've I've seen I've seen YouTube videos. I mean, anything and everything you want to know is on YouTube. So yeah, retro bright. <laughs> you you cool. you're, you're saying you're uh you have a YouTube channel, Marcus? You're working on it. You're gonna so I have the YouTube channel created, and I have some videos created that I'm gonna be uploading soon, but nothing as of yet, um, due to some personal shit with family and um, so my my eye, unfortunately, but uh. Yeah, yeah, some videos to come very soon. Um, it's going to be mainly, it's going to be like, I'm going to make a video on how to identify unboxed DualShock 3s and sort of like, because I want to document DualShock 3, like the sort of all the different revisions and the box variants and stuff, because there is so much misconception about it, I find, on, on various places, on various forums, on Reddit. Um, and I just sort of want to dispel it, to be honest with you. I want I want people to be able to identify uh, real DualShock threes because I know there are so many people out there that I, they think they're incredibly rare. But I go on eBay um, and I see tons of them because I know I know what to look for. But people sort of assume that so many of them are fake. But uh, yeah. um, what's your channel called, Marcus? It's just Breeze at the moment. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Breeze. That's sort of my online identity. How do we spell that one? It's B R E Z A Y. Um, let me throw you a leave a link for everyone. Z is the letter Z for uh, the rest of the world. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm in the camp. Let me see if it comes up. I'm sort of looking myself. Mm. Yeah, I found it. It's got the PS3 controller as the... yeah, the prototype. I just so left you, you, a link in chat, guys. So be sure to go subscribe to Marcus's YouTube channel when he I'm, gets I'm some videos out for us in the future. Dude, I'm we we need that PS3, uh, the uh, DualShock 3 uh, video really bad because I'm 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 of the camp where I'm I see a DualShock 3 loose. I I'm, I'm already assuming that thing's a big piece of shit. I can I can tell. If I'm holding it, but I can't tell from from looking at a picture. Photos. Yeah, photo. I mean, then I'm sunk because you know people. Is this real? Uh, one of the other. Speaking of ways to, I've heard you can um, identify if a PS3 is, is fake or not. Is you uh, you take the thing and you plug it in. Uh, you plug it via USB into your computer, and uh, one uh, a fake one will say one thing. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, hmm. And a real one would say uh, PS3 will say DualShock controller, and the other one will just say like PlayStation controller or, or vice versa. I can't remember, but uh, uh -huh. there's uh, supposedly lots of ways, and the and the uh, the texture is supposed supposedly different from a fake to a real. Do you have any fakes lying around that you just keep for, uh, for uh, uh, research purposes? In my other room, I have a work room, and there's there's a couple in there. I have a couple of fake white ones that sort of came with a console, one of the console bundles I bought. But um, it's interesting you say about sort of plugging it into a computer because I find that that you know that even f fakes cannot sort of identify themselves in in the ways that real DualShock Threes do sometimes. Um, I don't. There's other ways that you can if you have it in hand, of course. Uh, real DualShock 3s, uh, if you plug them into a wall ch charger, they won't actually charge. Um, but, a, but a fake one will. A fake one will. And 
usually you have things where fake ones don't stop charging and stuff like that where and and the way the the sort of the patterns on how the lights flick sort of pulsate um as they charge um but that but um yeah fake fake ones uh fake ones will charge off of anything usb uh real ones require what's known as a usb hid connection which is sort of like most computers games consoles anything with like you know anything with sort of a cpu and uh usb ports will uh will uh be able to charge your dualshock 3 because it needs that usb hid uh sort of handshake so to speak it's it's like something on fake controllers a little bit controversial like we're all collectors we obviously want the genuine one um but i Hmm. think fake controllers is actually good for the gaming market because it controllers are expensive people can go out and buy like a 15 dollars controller and they work and they can play like that's great well my argument there would be uh there's a difference between uh in inauthentic or third party and uh, a bootleg or a fake because yeah i I agree with you there being advertised is genuine yeah if if it's if it's trying to pass itself off as a legitimate you know we see in the box is a legitimate sony product then yeah no that's that's a bootleg piece of shit but if it's like what's what's the late what's that last ps3 the uh ps3 controller that just came out uh like retro i can't remember retro brawlers or something like that they, oh, yeah. they, they've recently come out with a uh, a third party controller for ps3 and uh it'll also work on the ps2 via dongle and uh yeah, it's just it's just a good solid controller, but uh, you know they're not trying to they're not trying to pass themselves off as a as a Dual Shock, and unfortunately, Dual Shocks are getting rare and rare because people just using them up, and you know they they don't know how to fix them, so they end up in the garbage. I used to have a I used to have a drawer a graveyard full of them, but uh, I sent them I sent them off to a friend, and he uh, he did what he could, and he I, I don't I don't know exactly I think he kept some I don't know, but used them as spare parts. Uh, He's uh, one of the admins over in my group, Sean Drek. What's up, Sean? If you're watching, but uh, yeah, if, if if you're trying to get if you're trying to pass yourself off as a legit legitimate thing and you're not, you're you're a bootleg piece of shit. I don't care how good your controller is, but uh, if you if you're third party and you're saying, hey, here here we here we are, go for it. I find I found that uh, there weren't many like with the PS2. There's a ton of third party controllers, but uh, not many came out for the PS3. Yeah, I remember that. I remember back in the day owning third-party controllers for the PS2. Yeah, it's 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 the old meme, you know, where, you know the, the 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 guest gets the fucking shittiest controller in the fucking they get, they get the mad <laughs> the mad cats and shit. Here's the mad I cats. To say that. I used to play with like the third-party Broncos like sporting team controller where I'd give my friend the genuine one. Here, you play with this crappy one. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the PS2 had a lot of uh, they had a lot, a lot of uh, third-party controllers. You ever, you ever seen those monster controllers for the PS2? Oh yeah, yeah, those things are fucking weird, like mad balls. But I uh, think that PS2, GameCube, Xbox generation was like the generation of like really weird uh, controllers. Uh, you know, like I think there's a game I remember. Uh, Wolf Den, uh, Bob Wolf did a video on a, a GameCube that controller had a fan in it, and there's you know like all these different controllers oh, yeah. that have these have these weird designs um, of that era. I feel like I, 
I've seen that. Uh, yeah, it's got a fan in it, so your hands don't get all sweaty when you're. Really, yeah. What kind yeah. of gross, sweaty bastard are you that you need a fucking fan <laughs> in your controller? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, they they made all. But yeah, the third party's gone away more and more. Now people they're just they're just faking it, especially the PS3. I, I I can't off the head off the top of my head other than that new one, that retro brawler that came out. Think of a third party ps3 controller other than i can uh, think of fighting controllers or yeah i was gonna say other than arcade sticks yeah there's the geotechs have you guys heard of those are they popular geotech no No? never heard of geotech mad cats i know they do a controller yeah yeah well they uh mad cats again they're doing arcade sticks i love arcade sticks by the way you got your infamous p3s p4s don't for the dull shot fours Hold on a minute. Max, going back to your collection, what um, type of video games do you collect? Uh, honestly, I, I I wish I could, I got more into uh, video game collecting, um, but I have a couple. Um, I have a couple stuff up on that shelf actually that I that is really my sort of my favorite games. They're old. They're old Need for Speed. So. On the you might be able to see on the right is a sealed copy of PS uh, Most Wanted Black Edition for PS2. Yep. Um, on the, in the middle is a sealed copy of Need for Speed Carbon Collector's Edition for Xbox 360. Did you want me to grab them actually? Um, when you're talking to us, keep your head towards us because it changes the sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. Hold on, I'll grab them. Maneuver around these consoles. Well, uh, yeah, well, while he's doing that, I was gonna show off. So, uh, my uh, I'm upstairs, and this is where my girlfriend's my girlfriend's rig is set up. And uh, this is the one I see most often. Oh, oh my god, you can see through it. This is the one I see most often. Uh, bootleg, everybody wants this one. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, so Barry Blue sealed copy of Need for Speed Carbon Collector's Edition. Um, got this for thirty pound, which is an absolute steal for. I think the I think the cover art, of the collector's edition, is so nice. But, is there uh, a is there an outer sleeve on that? Yeah, yeah. This is this is an outer sleeve, and then the game is a is a like little steel book. Uh, I've got that on PS2, but not sealed. I've never seen a sealed one. And then we got a. I was dubious of this sleeve, but I've done my research, and surprisingly, uh, this is a uh, most wanted black edition, which is actually quite on the PS2. I, I think even it's even rarer on the original Xbox. The black edition it isn't too different from the base game. It's just uh, in the challenge series, you have a couple extra stuff, and there's a couple extra cards that you can use. But um, yeah, is there anything on this? Spine that says Black Edition on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. I think I asked this last show. Do the uh, does, do the PS2 games have a seal? Uh, PS2 seal tear strip. Yeah. Yeah. Normal games do, I believe. I gotcha. Okay. So the all right. I gotcha. So but not the, Australian ones. Remember? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So Australia exactly. has the Y seals, like America. Mm-hmm. Where all games that were printed over in Austria have the strip. That's cool. You know, I'm gonna remind me to tell you a story about Rasmus here in a bit. 
Oh, Ras. Okay. Well, Rasmus. Uh, you know, you know your boy Rasmus over there at the uh, PlayStation Three Collectors Group. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's coming on in a couple in a minute. Isn't he? Yeah, he'll be on at the end of the month. All right. Where should He's I? He's over should, in Denmark. Should I wait to talk shit on him? No, I'm going to talk shit on him now. Um, I I recently picked up. Uh, it was the PS3 uh, Odin Sphere Leif Leif Fuck it. And uh, I uh, I'm always skeptical about anything I get that's sealed, like uh, like most of us. And uh, I put I put I threw it up in the group. Hey, guys, does this look legit to you? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> This guy came out of the woodwork. He's like, no, it is not legit. There is no PS3 tear, uh, tear strip on it. I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And he had me doubting <laughs> myself for a second. And so somebody, somebody else swooped in. But yeah, never trust a pal collector. That's what we take away from that. <laughs> but no, yeah, it is. It, the wrong person. I used to own a sealed Odin Spear. I can answer that one. American. It doesn't I, Yeah, I, I, it's... No, I was gonna say no. That's not a not an American exclusive, but yeah, because that was your last PS. That was the last game you had to get for. Uh, to yeah, PS3 so I had an American copy which I bought brand new off Amazon. That I actually opened it and played it. It was Why one of the few PS3 games I've turned and opened and played. Oh, Jesus, man! Are you proud, Will? Yeah, well, no, I got my 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 cop my PS3 copy sealed, but this one's open. Yeah, and it's one of the uh, yeah. I was sad to know that it didn't have a uh, manual in it on the PS3 version either, but uh, there you go. So the PAL version, I wouldn't call it a manual, but it has two pieces of paper. I'll bring it out. It's an insert? Yeah, insert. But funnily enough, most copies out there are missing this piece of paper. So they're incomplete to me. So when I was... It was the last game. I actually found this. There was a copy on eBay. It just didn't have the piece of paper. So I could have finished my collection months before I did. But to me, without that, it's not complete. You see, Marcus, this is the bullshit you get to miss out on, not being a physical <laughs> game collector. <laughs> I, I do want to... Yeah, I, I'd love to get into it. My my collection beside me is... There's no real like special stuff in there, but it's sort of really all nice condition uh just just your regular games um that i've amassed from collecting like uh just buying game bundles and i'll just nab because yeah because i can just nab any sort of nice games here and there from anything that i uh that i uh yeah that i the, like we were uh you were talking the beginning of, of this thing you were talking about that you sell on ebay and you sell on marketplace now are you mm-hmm. when you do you ship through Marketplace or, or is it just uh, making posts uh, in, in groups and whatnot? So anything, if if someone messages through Marketplace and is interested, uh, they can either come collect if they're local or um, they have the option of paying through PayPal GNS and I'll, uh, you know, purchase the label. I'll, I'll add the people. Some people forget to add the label to PayPal so they so PayPal can see it. I don't know if paypal system uses it to sort of know when someone has arrived and then give give someone their money uh if you pay if you're not a trusted seller on paypal that's how it works Mm -hmm. so if you like made a paypal account tomorrow and you didn't put the tracking number in paypal will hold your money for like three months but if you put the tracking number in it will give you the money once it's arrived (laughs) that's cool that's good i I figured i figured it would well, I mean, I don't know if it's the same over there and you're uh, over there, but here, uh, market you could formally ship through Facebook Marketplace. 
where uh, they they take the money, they hold the money, and uh, they they release the money. Uh, and of course, you can just you know make your post and just collect uh, PayPal goods and services, or you know, like I said, collect someone coming by and pick it up local. But you do do you fuck with? Uh, do they have that over there? What buying something directly through marketplace? Yeah, yeah. Do they? No, not to my knowledge. No. Um, oh, really? just not a thing over here, as far as I know. How about um, you? Think? Do that I know that it it's you can do it, but I don't know anyone who does do it. Like, there's payment options on Facebook, blah blah blah. But ninety nine point nine nine percent of people on marketplace want you to come around their house with cash. Otherwise, yeah. it's a scam. <laughs> I, I, that's, the, I mean, the shipping, my, Facebook Marketplace shipping is ruined the fucking, the shit for him. Is he? Will's frozen. <laughs> yeah, I was Will's like, in oh, deep oh. thought. He's like, let me think about this. <laughs> this has just ruined it. <laughs> am, am I back? I was thinking it was me for a second. I am, was am, am I back? Rigs. Everything good? Yeah, you're back. Uh, but I was saying, yeah, uh, Facebook Marketplace used to be cool. You open it up. It's everybody local. You can just go and pick the shit up. But now I open it up. Oh shit, that looks rad. Oh, I like that price. And then boom, I look, open it up, and it's some dickhead in Kentucky. And I got they got to ship it to <laughs> you. You can actually change your preferences, so you should be able to change it to only show you items within like fifty kilometers. Yeah, it, no, yeah. Well, it, at the top, you got you got a button, uh, all or local, and then you click local. And you're like, oh, cool, cool. But every every tenth one is a fucking you know ship to where it's a fucking maybe habit. because local means they'll ship to you like local showing you everywhere that will deliver to your area not just yeah. people in your area I don't know so no, mark marketplaces uh, Facebook marketplace is ruined for me uh, because of that uh, new feature but you guys are lucky you're, you know, you don't have to deal with this shit Mark as hey. I wanted to ask is you do eBay and marketplace is this your full time job or do you work it as is well? at the moment yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, full time, uh, day in day out, refurbishing consoles, controllers, um, always, always on the scavenge for deals. I've got some crazy, crazy deals over the years. Um, that was something I wanted to ask actually. Uh, did, did, what, what have uh, some crazy deals you guys have gone over the past like month or so? Oh shit! Last month, okay, that'll be. Easy. Or, or even far further out if you haven't got anything. Or yeah, dude, I. I haven't had a decent pickup in forever. Uh, <laughs> trying to think. I had one this week, so I'll go and grab it because yeah. if I just said it, you just wouldn't believe me because it's ridiculous. <laughs> See, oh, I'm trying to think. The past month, um, this question has come up before. Uh, my all, I've told about my all time, but my latest, Jesus. Or all time, whatever you know. If it's yeah, something that's sort of repetitive on on the podcast, then no, 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 it's it. no, no one's ever asked about my last one before. They always want to know my best one of all time. But my last best one, uh, I would say, it wasn't a big one. It was two games. I I will if I if I'm if I'm hunting on you know Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or OfferUp, I will and I see a giant stack of games. I'm done ju- buying giant stacks of games just so I can you know get the two games in there. And then you know, take the rest and trade it. So I'll call, I'll call, I'll get in touch with them, and I'll say I want this one, and I want that one. Will you do this much for that? And the last one I got was, uh, it was a uh, Tekken Cross Street Fighter, or Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and uh, a copy of a uh, Samurai. Oh, what is it? Afro Samurai. And uh, it's twenty bucks. I mean, it, I was, I'd say I probably made uh, 
20 bucks on the deal after i uh after i flipped them and whatnot but uh mm-hmm. i got to upgrade i got to upgrade my afro samurai and that's that's uh when i buy something i already have it's because i need an upgrade because my copy is like missing something or it's just shitty they're ugly but yeah i upgraded my copy of uh afro samurai and my uh, tekken uh, was is it tekken cross street fighter or street fighter cross tekken i can never remember the order tekken versus street fighter no it's oh hang on it's not versus it's cross is it yeah, but uh, oh, yeah, Street Fighter X Tekken, I can say it. Street Fighter Cross Tekken, but yeah, that that was uh, that's probably my latest and greatest. I mean, I've had, I've had miracle pickups over the over the years, but that's the last. That's probably my latest one. What about you, Figs? What you got? So Tuesday this week, I went out up north to a couple of op shops. Um, they usually have good stuff up there, but I wasn't looking for video games. I was looking for DVDs I could sell on eBay. I mean, I went into one that has a deal where you can fill up a bag full of media. So any DVD, game, CD, book for 12 bucks. So one of the little Vinny's bags. Anyway, like I usually fill up a bag. This time I've put two DVDs in and everything on the shelf is crap. And I'm like, I went up to the lady. I'm like, hey, is there anything at the back? Because like I wanted to fill a bag up and there's nothing I want. And she's like, oh, yeah, let me go find out. And she come back and she's like, yeah, come out the back and have a look. There's a whole shelf full. So she took me out the back and she's like, you can just go through this like it's the shelf. So I've dug through the stuff out the back. Heaps of good box sets I've listed on eBay, heaps of good CDs. And there was one video game. Uh, So $12 for the whole bag. I probably had 40 items and this one game was included. And that is Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse on Xbox. Oh, nice. Even I recognize that. It's a decent Mint game. condition. It's currently on eBay for $125. So that was best find I've had in a while. Did it's even better when it's something I don't collect because I have less, like, have to keep this, I can sell it. <laughs> did the re-release of the PS4, uh, Stubbs Zombie on PS4, did it hurt the price on the uh, Xbox version? I think it hurt it a little bit, but, like, it's still a very expensive game. I heard that. What about you, Marcus? What's your latest and greatest pickup story uh so although i don't have it on me are you there was there was a um original xbox beta memory card i don't know if you guys have seen one at all but it's like it's a clear orange uh xbox memory card as original xbox mm-hmm. original um, xbox yeah 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 sorry okay. um and I was I was in a CEX, which you got. I'm in Australia. We got CEX over here. Yeah, there was one in um, a CEX uh, listed um, as a regular Xbox memory card for eight pounds. Now these things uh, roughly are worth around a hundred and thirty pounds, and it was just listed as a rate like in a C in a, in like a proper retail store. It's quite a rare thing to see something as a deal as crazy as that. In a, in a CX, like, yeah. But you wouldn't and, say uh, it on the website because it would have been listed wrong. Yeah, it, it, it would have just, if you sort of, if you bought, if you bought one online and the store sent it to you, you wouldn't have no idea um, because it's just listed as a regular memory card at £8. But this was a Xbox Live beta memory card with it. People, there's a cap that goes missing on a lot of them. And this one even had its cap, which adds, adds quite a lot of value. Um and I yeah I sold it to a guy in the states for one hundred and fifty dollars all in uh, oh, the shit. following week. So that was a, that was a nice. I really I really I really like original Xbox and I did think about keeping it, but I was just like 
it's it's part of like this sort of kit that you get. It was a beta testing kit, and you got like this sort of this case, and it was a it, you had like some pamphlets about Xbox Live and um, about beta te- beta testing for it. And I was although the card, the little the memory card was really cool. I just I don't know. I, it didn't mean much to me personally, and I feel like an Xbox collector should should have it, or someone who who may have tested it back in the day. So yeah. Yeah, I just, on, man. that was, was going to be my question. Would you keep the thing or did you flip it? But no, eight eight bucks into one hundred and twenty, you said. Yeah, yeah, around uh, yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars, roughly, with shipping. Flip. So yeah, flip it, ship but it. But then when you're working full time on eBay, it's it's different between you know working full time and collecting. You really have to you know make that one hundred and twenty dollars rather than put it in the collection. Honestly, I. I was in the CX that day and I sort of went, I went out and my brother, my brother was looking outside and he went back in. So I just thought I'd go back in and, um, you know, see what he'd just be with him and see what he's up to and see what he's checking out. And on the pond going in there the second time I saw it and I was like, how did I miss that? Cause it was literally right there. And I was like, Oh my God, thank God I went back in there. Like finding gold. <laughs> literally. Um, Although this isn't a latest find, one of these, I have two of these, these box variant DualShock 3s, um, and I found one on a gum tree for £5, pounds, uh, and it was sealed. Um, it might be this one, or it might be another one on my shelf. But Some people it, just have no idea. <laughs> I've, um, I've, I've heard of gum tree, and so is it, is it like, is it, it's basically it's, like off the Craigslist, It's like right? Facebook Marketplace before the Facebook Marketplace. Indeed, I think the main thing is that you don't really have to fiddle around with sort of, um, I don't know, proving to Facebook that you're not a bot. It's just you make an account and you can create listings immediately. So I think, yeah, you sort of get the, I find that you get more time wasters and stuff like that on there. But if you, you can really find some amazing stuff as you can most places if you, if you strike, strike very funk here but I'll, I'll search every like three or four months just a general video game search in the area because i still find stuff on there hmm. but i find it's only like older people who use it these days who aren't on facebook um, yeah, it's, it's the same craigslist has gone the same way here it's for it's for older people who don't use the newer uh the newer apps like facebook. yeah craigslist and gumtree would be similar i think craigslist was definitely more well known um yeah. Do you guys got you got a Craigslist over there? Not at all, but I know all about Craigslist. And Marcus, you would as well, I'm sure. Yeah, I've I I see all the posts. People tend do you I see quite a lot of stuff about Macari. Is that quite a good one? Is that more that's where that's the platform I sell on? It's like a I would say a simpler version of the of eBay. It's a it's a little more uh the way they the way they Mercari has it set up is um you, you put your item up, you post it, blah blah blah. You ship it. Uh, they they track it all. Uh, once it arrives, the seller has three days to rate you uh, inside of the you know. And uh, if they if they don't rate you after three days, uh, then the Mercari just automatically releases the money. But if they were you know if they rate you immediately, immediately releases the money to you. But uh, it's just it's just a. Uh, it's a more you don't get the eBay scams where you know where the bait and switches, if you know what I mean. Um, I, I don't. That's the big horror story I hear a lot about on eBay is people 
people send out a product they send out an item seller gets it seller says i want to return it and he returns it and it's it's the same item but it's fucking beat the fucking shit so they just yeah. basically, they upgrade it for free on yeah but ebay do have policies set in like the problem is you have to jump through hoops like over here if mm. that happens and it's happened to me before i've had to then go to a jp uh, which is someone that especially like a trusted person in the community that can sign off to say this person's actually confirming that you know they sent out an item and it's come back damaged and then i've had to then send that letter to ebay and then ebay will refund the buyer they'll also refund you and they'll take the loss themselves uh, it just is a process to do that but you you know if you're doing the right thing and you can prove to ebay you are they will cover you i've uh, i've had a I had me on Mercari. It was a cheap item. It was like it was like an eight ten dollar item. I can't remember, but um, it came out to me, or and uh, it was just it was not as described. And I wanted to return it, and he and the Mercari said, "You know what? Just fuck it. You guys never funded both of us, so I got a free yeah. item. I got my money back." And uh, Marcus, I'd love to talk about your eBay store if you're open to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, so you do it full time. Like, how many items are you listing a day? How big is your eBay store at the moment? Uh, I list around two, three things a day. Um, but I tend, because I'm always searching for deals, I'm always, surprisingly, I'm always getting uh, pretty good deals. And I always, I buy a lot of DualShock 3s and stuff. So I I, tend, I buy them in uh, lots. So I guess you could say, I, although I'm get, buying one thing, I'm getting like lots at once, so to speak. Um, I have in my workroom, <laughs> you guys would, shit it um i have like a tub full of real door shock threes lot of 50 of them um yeah crazy stuff but um anyway uh two to three stuff a day um the i i i tend to charge uh because because the amount of time and work that i put into them like i i there's a lot of attention to detail that goes into my uh my stuff like my door shock threes um, I even adjust like the mic, the mini USB port. You can adjust the feeders. The feeders like the the, the feeders sort of um, loosen over time. That's what sort of provides the the tension when you plug you and it holds the holds the port in when you holds the cable port in when you plug a uh, cable in. And those loosen over time, as I'm sure you you guys are aware. I even adjust yeah. those so they're as tight as new. I do little stuff like that. That's uh, you know is 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 uh i feel his attention to detail and is um very worthwhile doing and i you know i i love taking nice photos um i put a lot of time and love and passion into every single one of my stuff so pri the prices um i tend to get i tend to get quite a lot of rare door shot freezes as well i tend to i, I look around cr like crazy amounts for uh, all kinds of rare variants like uh, slate gray i've got a scarlet red one at the moment which is really really nice it's like this um it's like this it's like this red flake but it's it's yeah it's got an immense amount of flake to it um i don't know if you guys have ever seen like a scarlet red ps3 slim in person but it's the yeah, same controller that goes with that and those consoles have an immense amount of like flake in the paint and this is gorgeous um i've sold quite a few slate grays over, over overseas to the states um and in general i sell quite a lot overseas at the moment which is amazing because i never thought 
starting doing it that I'd be selling stuff overseas, to be honest. I'll just add on that point. I'm selling a lot overseas, in, in particular to America, and I think it's got something to do with both of our dollars being a lot weaker to the American dollar at the moment. So yeah. for American buyers, it's just so much more appealing. Uh, even shipping. Like, I can ship something domestically for $9.70. If I want to ship that same item to America, it's $15. Like, it shouldn't be that... It Close. should be a lot more expensive even going across the ocean. You know, it's crazy how cheap Americans can get items at the moment. I was looking at, I was looking through Facebook because I, I wanted to read one of your posts because, Marcus, the freaking work you put into these things is, is crazy. But uh, I see you picked up a, a God of War PS uh, DualShock 3. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And what's that blue one that's next to it? What, what, that is what's... a candy blue. So that is that didn't release... Uh, I, uh, didn't release in PAL, but it um, released in NTSC and NTSC J region, so Japan, Hong Kong, and the States, North America, Canada, that, that kind of stuff. Um, and that one is that one's from Hong Kong, um, and I sold that to someone in the States uh, that earlier today, actually. Um, oh, shoot. Nice. You mind tell us what you what you brought it in for and what you let it yeah, go for? Yeah, sure. So, um, although. Because the prices of DualShock 3s, I, I think, vary in uh, various regions. Um, the the God of War one tends to be worth around 50, 60 pounds in, here, in the, here in the UK. I've sold quite a few in the past months for around uh, 65. And I think over the, over the past um, couple months, I, I've struggled to find them a bit more. So I've raised the price of because I've had to buy them <laughs> a bit higher sometimes. Um, I bought... I bought the God of War from a cash converters for forty pounds, um, and I sold it on. I put I sold it for seventy five in the bundle. There you um, go. That's and the the candy blue. Um, I always check newly listed on eBay if I'm looking for stuff because it's always it's always where you get the best deals because you're yeah. seeing stuff as it's coming basically. <laughs> um, and I saw this candy blue come up, and I know it's a rare variant. Um, not released over here and um yeah swooped up for 20 pounds with shipping so 19.99 no sh uh, shipping included um and i i uh, it was 60 pounds i sold it for so it was 134.98 for both um that was not including sh it was shipping so the way gsp works you just deal with shipping it to the gsp center at center in the uk or wherever you are i believe in the us it's kentucky um is where the gsp center is in the states um and ebay because the buyers paid the buyers paid in excess of what um you're listing it for and that's to cover it going from the gsp center uh to to the buyer and um yeah it was 134 pound 98 for the pair of them refurbished yeah. fully working and a lot of time and love put into both of them I actually just sold my God of War controller, and I, I think I got like 110 for it, which would be like 60 or 70 pounds around the same price. Hmm. Uh, that, but for me, I only collect complete stuff, so I didn't have the box. So I'm like, it's got to go. <laughs> yeah. In Japan, I, I don't know if it's Japan exclusively, but there was a, it was as a bundle you could buy it in Japan. Um, so I had the game. It was quite it's, the the way Japan bought like some of the box variant, like. It wasn't just the controller, like it wasn't like just one of these boxes. Um, it was like a, it was sort of like a, a, a big box on it. that was shaped like this. 
yeah. in this sort of fashion um with a controller and the and the game behind it so uh, i know so, of the ones like some of my dream controller is a uh, are over there like the final fantasy lightning returns one. Oh yeah yeah beautiful yeah i've yeah i've done one of those before they're awesome and then tales of zillia too oh there's so many of them oh, Mark, i was sorry go on will no, go, go ahead i appreciate that um i was all i almost bought a brand new tales of uh, zillia for i think it's 50 pound but for some reason it got to the i used the proxy service um and it went to the 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 warehouse and for some reason they couldn't get it to me i don't know why because i don't know it was really strange but it, it basically they automatically refunded me which is yeah well, that's really awesome. strange because they yeah they allow batteries i think fedex are fine with batteries um and i've gotten controllers and stuff from from there in the past it could have just been the buyer going i don't want to send this to someone that's not in the country cancel it's really weird (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sorry (laughs) i keep interrupting you i'm uh... I'm talking too much (laughs) no no (laughs) you go we want our guests to talk i'm uh i usually can't shut either of us up but shit if you get I, uh, I I want I wanted to bring attention to uh one of your one of your posts because yeah. this this is this is what it's like I, I gotta get this guy on so you know so people appreciate the work and the care that you put into things so just listen to this this is uh this is a sales post for uh, a white DualShock three fully refurbished genuine classic white DualShock three for sale has been fully disassembled. All plastics getting bathed in hot soapy water and wet brushed with the motherboard getting a clean with isopropyl alcohol and all contacts cleaned with a Q-tip. Everything works just as well, uh, just as it did when it was new. To, uh, to prove it's genuine, I have included a couple photos with the back off showing the motherboard and the VX5 revision. I've also tightened the mini USB port by adjusting the feeders so cables will hold tighter and you'll feel more resistance plugging in the cable. Not to mention spraying contact cleaner in the analog stick modules completely to rid them of any dirt inside. Uh, this unit is in really great shape with some marks here and there. Beautiful DS3 variant. The contrast in the white has all buttons, analog sticks, and dark gray accents. It's just gorgeous. Uh, gets uh, gets great battery battery life and will be fully charged before dispatch. This is somebody who cares about their shit. And uh, Mark is... Sold. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I I, I I hope you have this uh, on cut and copy and paste because it's a fucking long, a lot of shit to post every time you sell. But oh, that one is yeah for sure. You can you can tell uh, you, you put care into it and uh, and uh, hats off to you man. That's a lot of work. If you I don't know if you guys know what the name of my store on eBay, but the the buyer actually um, left feedback and that on that specific control because I sold it recently and he said it and he was playing some Ridge Racer. He says he, on the feedback he said he played some Ridge Racer on it and he said it plays like new so it's, it's always humbling when people leave sort of more than generic feedback like that is really, yeah, really nice. i got one the other day and it was like wow that was i'll, I'll actually read it out because it was like that was actually touching like you get normal feedback but some people actually like go and write something where if if another buyer seen that it would get them to buy something in your yeah shop. it's yeah it's, it's really 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 nice not enough people take time to write uh caring feedback or uh or, or even to read the feedback, but no, if I'm buying something on eBay, I'm 
I'm, I'm suspicious as fuck, so I gotta check everything. <laughs> I'll read this out. It said it was a seal book for the 360. Item came exactly as shown. The return policy was also a plus, as it can be a gamble to buy pre owned items, but things went very smoothly, and I'm satisfied. The game came a little late, but that's to expect it as postage doesn't proceed during weekends, which is estimate to arrive, but that's fine. Overall, a positive experience. There you go. People just tell me to fuck off usually. <laughs> it's usually like item came thanks yeah thanks for the shit uh, i really pride myself on feedback actually i just passed <laughs> 2000 this week so i've made a post about it big accomplishment um oh, i always leave customers feedback as soon as they pay for an item so it's nice to get it back do you uh is is 2000 i mean does that earn you like a special badge or um so it's 5000 the color of your star changes so that's the next little goal <laughs> I, did you, uh, let me, uh, eBay anyway. used to have a buyer ranking system like back in the 2000s according to the rating but they took that away a long time ago crazy on that note guys uh i'm uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna call it because uh i got a i got a kindergartner i gotta do homework with i don't know why they give her homework she's fucking i've got eBay here. stuff to do so i think it's about time for that and i'm sure marcus wants to go to bed am i right Oh yeah, I'm getting pretty tired. But honestly, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I've had a bit of hit of adrenaline. To be honest, it's been it's been amazing talking to you guys. And, hey, we're we're, oh, we're happy to have you, uh, everybody. Uh, what's plug the eBay store one more time? What's the name of your eBay store, Marcus? So it's it's sort of like at the moment it's a generic sort of given eBay like a suggestion eBay name. So it's Marbido Zero. So it's M A R B E A. Do zero, but that's that's subject to be changed once I, uh, so I want to brand myself properly for PS3 stuff specifically. But I'm not sure. I've been I've been dabbling with some ideas in my head, but haven't come to one yet. So be sure to um, check out Marcus's YouTube channel, guys. He hasn't got any videos up at the moment, but he is planning on doing a lot of DualShock Three videos in the future. It will be in the videos. description of wherever you're watching the podcast. Oh, and one last plug for you, Marcus. Uh, PS3 collectors, uh, modding, technical, and discussion. If you guys, uh, if you guys want uh, a dual shock, mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a dual shock that's been uh, cared for, refurbished uh, to no end. Yeah, the real go, deal as well. Go find them. Uh, go find them on the, on on their website or their uh, their Facebook. Yeah, PS3 collectors, modding, technical, and discussion. Go find them on uh, your Facebook. Uh, on this right. Sunday's podcast, we have Gundam Rust Gaming, so be sure to join us for the next podcast, guys. And again, thanks everyone for watching. Thanks for coming on the show, Marcus. Thank you for having well, me. No soon. problem, Marcus. Good night. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace out. Peace. It's a PlayStation Collectors Podcast. PlayStation Collectors Podcast. PlayStation Collectors Podcast. One more verse.